killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Nalzi Lee. And I am Danny. And this week. Guys, first of all, can we say this was a topic that was actually suggested to us? Yes. But next time you suggest a topic, send your name, please. Please send your name. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we appreciate you and we love that you actually gave us some interest because this was interesting. This was a very okay. interesting topic. But we wanted to give you a shout out. Yeah. And we don't know who you are. Yeah. So that was not very smart. <laughs> <I just say. laughs> But we are doing the Axeman serial killer. We know you're very lucky you're getting a second serial killer two weeks in a row, despite Nolene's protests. Yeah, I don't really like serial ki- killers. Can I please tell Mind you the to truth? to be on the crime show, but you know... After I watched this video, because I chose to watch it at night, don't ask me yeah, why. stupid. I was so freaked out. <laughs> I literally laid in my room no, and I was like, the Axeman you know is going to come and kill this me. This man is like the boogeyman. Yeah, he I'm is. I'm not even kidding. He was... Do you want to tell them? So we are speaking about the Axeman of New Orleans. And he was an American serial killer active in New Orleans, Louisiana and surrounding communities, including Gretna from, yep, including Gretna from 1918 to October of May 1918 to October of uh, 1919 and press reports during the height of his public panic about the killings mentioned similar murders as early as 1911 might have yep. been him but recent researchers have called these reports into question the axeman was never identified the murders remain unsolved i hate that word <laughs> he mainly targeted it- italian immigrants and italian americans now can i tell you though I think I like this case also because I liked Jack the Ripper because of its aesthetic. No, I don't. Okay, I've been to New Orleans. It's really cool. It's got this whole like jazz vibe and it's, it's really nice. Okay, there are some dodgy parts. I'm not going to lie. Okay, we encountered some very weird people. <laughs> okay, that I choose to forget, <laughs> but they make beignets. If you haven't had a beignet, you haven't lived. Don't die until you eat one. I'm just saying. <laughs> Put it on your bucket. Well, I'm one of those people. I, d- I don't care where you get it. Just get one for yourself. But I feel like it's like in New Orleans, 1990. Like, don't you feel the aesthetic? No. You know what? She doesn't appreciate it. <laughs> and she doesn't understand my heart, but it's fine. But it's, we move. And we're going to get straight into it with the story and we're just going to tell you basically what happened and he was one of the strangest serial killers i think we've ever looked at and like we said it started in 1918 in new orleans and other surrounding areas and he was a serial killer on the loose that became known as the axe man okay and literally became a manifestation of the boogeyman like yeah. hiding in the shadows yeah. type of thing okay he would exclusively attack at night and he would only strike people who were in their beds okay he was responsible for 12 attacks and killed six people okay and here's the thing he never used his own tools he only imagine ever, being killed with your own tools you see the, he would only ever use an axe from that person's house. So, note to self, don't keep an axe 
anyway <laughs> or knives or guns or no, what if know, there's a let's not do that a gunman but you know it's Excellent. clever yeah no paper trail yeah nothing i mean if you wear gloves the only other evidence on that axe would be from the victims themselves yeah i think it's it's brilliant although i don't think he's a serial gloves, killer though. but yeah but you never know you never know <laughs> okay and the first murder was on May 23rd, 1918, okay? And it was of Catherine and Joseph Maggio, okay? And I they like were Catherine. struck violently by an axe. And then they um, a razor had been taken to their throats. Catherine, Catherine I nearly said Kathleen. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but okay. <laughs> Catherine had almost entirely been decapitated and Joseph had suffered several injuries and their bodies were then discovered by Joseph's brother who lived in the same house. Nothing was seen, nothing was heard and nothing was taken. Okay. How do you get struck with an ex and still be quiet? You know what? That's my thing. I was like, how did no one hear them scream? And then did he then go, because this was his first crime. I'm sure he was like trying to figure it out. Like, where did the razor come from? Yeah, well, what on earth were you doing with the razor? Maybe he rushed into their bathroom. And grabbed one and was like, sleep. I don't sleep. know. I don't know. Okay. I'm talking very casually, but this freaks me out. The only thing that was found was the axe, and it was an axe that belonged to the victims. Okay. Um, he was reported by witnesses to be seen as a large, looming figure or a dark figure. Okay. The next um, attack happened a month later on June 28, 1918. Okay. Of Louis Bessemer and Harriet Lowe. Okay. And they were discovered by a baker named John Zanka, I think. Um, and he was making his morning deliveries on his little baking cart the police even thought it was the baker who did it and that just makes me sad and he was just trying to give them bread that's all just doing his job but don't come in with your stuff leave poor little John alone but maybe it was the baker no okay my heart (laughs) is out for John okay (laughs) and Bassema went on to survive but Lowe died seven weeks later okay it was recounted that it was but to the police that it was a large white man with a hatchet or slash axe who attacked them okay um and again the bloody axe was left on the scene okay a month later we had our third attack on august 5th 1918 at an undisclosed location of mrs ed schneider Yes, and she was found by her husband in the afternoon at their home, okay? She survived and was rushed to hospital. How did he know she was sleeping in the afternoon, though? No, I think she he attacked at night, and then the husband just only found her in the day. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Because I was about to say But listen, random. this woman, this woman, okay, she was pregnant. Yeah. Okay, and a week later, went on. To, to have a birth. child. She's okay. legend. My full respect <laughs> go out to this woman because I would be like, I can't do this. <laughs> I don't want this. I promise to be so through something that traumatic yeah. where you have just nearly been cut to pieces and go out and have props a child. Props to the baby too. I mean, yeah, the baby came out no scratches. You. I'm sorry. This, Come on. This woman. <laughs> top tier. I'm just telling you like flipping hell. Okay. 
Five days later, on the 10th of August, 1918, an eight-year-old Joseph Romano, okay, was found by his nieces after they heard him struggling and his head had been bashed in. They apparently saw the attacker and described him as tall, heavy set, wearing a dark suit and a black slouch hat. I don't actually know what a slouch hat is. Like, if you're a killer, you can't wear something. What is a slouch hat? I don't know. Probably like slouches at the top. I'm intrigued now. Please Google. (laughs) I want to know what this hat looks like. Okay. Unfortunately, Joseph died two days later. Okay. Now, during this time, actually in August, the New Orleans State's newspaper wrote, armed men are keeping watch over their sleeping families while the police are seeing to solve the mysteries of the axe attacks. Extra police are being put to work daily. And these type of things in the newspaper actually had an effect because... For seven months, the tax stopped. Kind of like... No freaking ways he was wearing this. Let's see. No freaking no, ways. No, let me see. No freaking ways. You are no serious. No. It's a beanie <laughs> that slouches all the way to the... B- no shot. ways that's this. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I think that's a better... Like a cowboy hat. Yeah, that's sort of... Yeah. The beanie one is The beanie no one is way. not a thing. I don't think that would have been in fashion in yeah, 1919. Yeah, no, not at all. Okay, and like I said, the attack stopped for seven months, okay? And then the next attack ended up being on the March 10th, 1919 of the Corti Malingala. That is, I think, how you say it. Um, family, okay? And Rosie walked in on her husband, Charles, who was fighting the axe man. And their two-year-old daughter was also there. Rosie and Charles survived. Unfortunately, their daughter, Mary, did not. Who on earth hits a baby with an ex? I you. don't know. You are insane. ASD. You are mental. This you, guy was yeah. demonic. Okay. That's it. Um, the axe, again, once again, belonged to the family. Now, here's where things get interesting, okay? Because five days later, the New Orleans newspaper received a letter from the apparent X-Men. And we are going to decode this letter because I feel like there's some interesting pieces. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read it. Hottest Hell, March 13, 1919. Esteemed mortal. Okay, first of all. Okay. That's your title. Esteemed mortal of New Orleans. The X-Men. So basically, he's calling the people of New Orleans mortals. So yeah. he obviously believes he's some supernatural yeah. being. Okay. They have never caught me and they never will. They have never seen me for I am invisible. Even as the ether that surrounds your earth. Isn't the ether the stuff with lightning? Isn't you know ether that a smell guess? of lightning. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is ether not a guess? It's with lightning. I know ether is, as- is associated with lightning. We are going to Google it because okay, While she Googles science. that, I will carry on reading. <laughs> I am not a human being, but a spirit and a demon from the hottest hell. I believe you. <laughs> yeah, listen. I'm what the New Orleans means. New Orleans. That did not come out. I am what you New Orleans and your foolish police call the Axeman. It's a guess. Yeah. But it's li- around with lightning. They say nothing about lightning. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. I know these things. A pleasant smelling colors, volatile liquid, or um, in the clear sky, Just Google ether lightning and see what comes up. Let me... While we get, I'm very intrigued. I really want to know what this is. When I see fit, I shall come and claim other victims. I alone know whom they shall be. I shall leave no clue except my bloody axe. 
besmeared with blood and brains of whom I have sent below to keep me company. Who was the one who was also collecting people? Was it the Zodiac? Mm-mm. It was. It was the Zodiac, yeah. Collecting people for... To be slaves in, in the paradise. afterlife. This is the same type of stuff here. There is lightning eater. I told you. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> if you wish, you may tell the police to be careful not to row me. Of course, I am a res- reasonable spirit. I take no offense at the way they have conducted their investigations in the past. In fact, they has been so utterly stupid as not only to amuse me, uh, amuse me but his satanic majesty... Francis, Joseph, etc. Who's Francis Joseph? Can I just ask? Let us find him on the internet. Because you're going to put him in a list next to Satan. Yeah, Shay. I don't know what he did to (laughs) be there. Like, hello. Did it come up with anything? Okay. Francis Joseph. Like, it's also spelt weird. J-O-S-E-F. They don't know who he is talking about, but... So clearly Mans is on a different planet. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, we knew that already. But tell them to beware. Let them not try to discover what I am. For it were better that they were never born than to incur the wrath of the Axeman. I don't think there is any need of such warning, for I feel sure the police will always dodge me as they have in the past. They are wise and know how to keep away from all harm. Guys, this man. Undoubtedly, you think of me as a most horrible murderer, which I am. But I could be much worse if I wanted to. If I wished, I could pay a visit to your city every night at Will, I could slay thousands of your best citizens and your worst, for I am in a close relationship with the angel of death. Again, I believe okay, you. Okay, but listen. Out of the 12 people he attacked, he only killed six. So if he was going to kill thousands of people, wouldn't he have to then actually attack like 2,000 people? Because <laughs> he only has a 50% success rate. Yeah, my guy. And if you're that close to the angel of death, no, why? Why are people These surviving? These people are sleeping and they're still surviving. No, exactly. But here's where things get um interesting. Okay. Now, to be exact, at 12.15 earthly time on Tuesday night, I'm going to pass over New Orleans. In my infinite mercy, I'm going to make a little proposition to you people. Here it is. I am very fond of jazz music and I swear by all the devils in the nether regions that every person shall be spared in whose home a jazz band is in full swing at the time I have just mentioned. If everyone has a jazz band going, well then so much the better for you people. One thing is certain and that is that some of you people who do not jazz it out on the specific Tuesday night if there be any will get the axe so basically he wanted people to party in exchange for their life but for me this could have been a curse as well because it's it's sort of like the Passover that was my the first thought was like this is like a deranged version of Of the the Passover Passover, If you don't know what the Passover is, dear listener, it is when yes. um, there was a, play, a curse placed on Egypt back in the days when Pharaoh didn't want to let the people of Israel go. And then every firstborn would die unless, in that house unless you placed the blood of the lamb on the doorposts and the lentils of your house. 
So this is yeah. kind of the same thing, but with instead of the blood of the lamb, we're using jazz. Because even that night, the angel of death passed yeah. over every yeah. house. The last part of it says, well, as I am cold and crave the warmth of my native Tartarus, which in Greek mythology is the depths of hell, and it is about time I leave your earthly home. I will cease my d- discourse, hoping that thou wilt publish this, that it may go well with thee. I have been, am, and will be the worst spirit that has ever existed, either in fact or realm of fancy. The Axeman. I think this was him that wrote this letter. I honest, And we'll get to theories later, but I honestly do think it was him. I do think that there was some sketchy... Yeah. Demonic things happening. There. Yeah. There is quite a couple. I promise you, every second shop in, in New Orleans, in Jackson Square, which is like this like city central type yeah. of thing, every second shop is voodoo. Like, I'm not even kidding. Crazy. Come here for this. I promise you, I was just like, let's leave. Let's yeah. go away. I don't want to be <laughs> here. Let's go somewhere else. So instead, we went to go look at a plantation. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I'm not being here. <laughs> so basically, he wanted people to jazz it up um yes and this letter actually inspired a song okay called don't scare me papa also known as the mysterious axe man's jazz i actually listened to it yeah it's not bad it's quite a it's got no lyrics i heard a bit of like typical jazz yeah it was yeah okay on march 1919 it was said that the city was truly alive that night as people blasted jazz music from their homes and if they didn't have a record player they um, poured into local jazz clubs to stay clear of the, the owners must have been rock. happy very happy <laughs> okay and actually no one was killed on that night so technically he stuck to his word okay but then on august 10th 1919 steve boker was badly injured in his home after he woke to a man next to his bed with an axe okay he um boker managed to survive the attack um and reportedly staggered to his friend's home and then called the police i also give this man credit the fact yeah but i would be freaked out opening the door and here oh, you see no, this half yeah, axe i don't know what i would person. do honestly Okay. Two months later, on October 27th, 1990, the suspected Axeman killer attacked Esther and Mike Pepitone. Okay. Esther p- reportedly woke around 1 a.m. Uh, to hearing her husband screaming, so she rushed to him. He had been struck in the head 18 times and died two hours later. Okay. Esther said she saw two people in the bedroom who then fled the scene, and that was the supposed end of the Axeman killing spree. Now, the theories. Should we go through the theories and we'll say our own theories? Yeah. Okay. So there we have three theories for you. And the first theory was that it was not all the works of one man. Okay. That it, there were several people that yeah. kind of just hopped onto this like the band thing band. of the axe man. Okay. Um, some speculate that Mike Pepitone was um, killed by the mafia due to his father having killed someone in the past. Okay. Another case that came under speculation was Lewis Bessemer and Harriet Lowe because Lowe was killed, but Bessemer was um, only injured. And they actually had found um, secret letters written by Bessemer in Yiddish and Russian, and it was thought that he was actually a Nazi spy. Yeah. But then they were like, um, so you're telling me the man actually hacked himself with the axe <laughs> just to like have a cover story. Does not make sense. No, it doesn't. Um, and it also fitted the thing of it happened at night, they were sleeping and it was with the axe. Yeah. Okay. So there's also theories that speculate that there were many copycats. 
So that's the one theory that it wasn't one person. People just kind of like hopped onto it and were like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. Wada, 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 wada. Okay. The second theory, which is that the Axeman was actually a supernatural figure who could slip through the entrance ways because he could like grow small and then like grow big, kind of like Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like there was some demonic things happening, yeah. but I don't think it was a supernatural figure. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like it was a human, but he, if he was possessed and that is a different story. Yeah. I don't think it was some... We never know. We never know, <laughs> but still. And the third theory actually is a suspect called Joseph Momfrey, okay? If we look at the last case, Esther, she obviously survived and her husband did not. Esther then later moved to Los Angeles and married another man named Angelo, Angelo Al, Albono? Bano? I don't know how you say that, but anyway. Okay, however, on the, se- the second anniversary of Mike's death, Angelo disappeared and was never found again. Esther had recalled that before she got married, Angela was having problems with this man named Joseph Mumfrey, who actually had ties to her other husband, Mike. Okay, and she was she told the police how he came and threatened them for money and um, things like that. He even said to her, if she didn't give him the jewels, he would kill her in the same way he had killed her husband. Okay, she later ended up shooting him in the face with a revolver. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she was arrested, but then claimed that he was the axe man who had killed her first husband and come back. And then she actually got acquitted for his death. Okay. Um, there were other things that could have suggested that he was the axe man. For example, he was in charge of a blackmailing gang in New Orleans who preyed on Italians. And like we said at the beginning, the majority of his victims were Italians. Okay. Um, and also, he was in and out of prison. And the times he was out of prison coincides with the dates of yeah. the attacks but other than that there's actually no direct link or direct evidence to link him to the crimes and there's also the question Esther said there were two people in her room yeah. not one so do you have a theory because I have a very nice theory that I'm very I have about. a theory okay. I think my theory is um, don't take my theory can I just say, though, on the last guy, I don't think it was the last guy because no. the X-Men never no. negotiated with people. Yeah, he just got in there and killed. Someone. Why go back to someone who's yeah, already you're attacked? Already, and how did you find her again? Exactly. And, 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 and liar. And, and anyway. you haven't killed in two years and now you're suddenly going to go all the way to Los Angeles. Yeah. And then ask her for jewelry because exactly. he was never a thief. No, he was a murderer. never took anything. Yeah. My theory is that it was a skinny, scrawny man. <laughs> Right. Okay. As in he was short, he was skinny, and he just didn't feel manly at all. Okay. And then he made a deal with the devil. Okay. That he would increase and become a big large man. Mm-hmm. But in order for this oh, to happen, <laughs> he would need to kill people. That was the deal with ah, Satan. Because okay. Satan demands blood. Yes, yeah, yeah. So what would happen is the skinny scrawny man would break a hole in the doors because in most of the houses there was a little hole. One of the door compartments was broken off but it was very mm. small. And then he'd crawl in because he's very skinny. And then he'd grow big. And then he'd grow big and then he'd axe them to death and, and then, then he'd grow, grow small again and then crawl through okay. that little place and and then he would give Satan the blood that Satan wanted. Okay. So even though he didn't kill those other six victims that were just... Satan still got blood. Okay. Mm. 
So my theory is quite not complicated, but it's <laughs> it's it's yes. Okay, I believe there was one man. I don't believe there was copycats. I believe there was one guy yeah. who did the killing. He was the same who wrote the letter, etc., etc. Whether he had demonic ties and stuff like that, not important to my. <laughs> okay, I truly believe that he killed. He attacked all of them except the last person, except for Esther. Yeah. So we'll get to that part. So the first, the reason why I say that is, I think Esther actually killed her first husband. Okay, blamed it on the axe man. Yeah. Then when she got remarried, she killed her second husband. Okay, yeah. Okay, but now there's no axe man in Los Angeles, so she chose the person who had like. That she knew her hus her ex husband and her well both her husbands um, had connection with who was kind of a shady figure yeah and then blame it on him and by killing him I mean they could never then actually ask him yeah. about it and so, so I honestly think she got away with triple homicide yeah um, by using the axe man as an excuse with the axe man himself I think. He was very messed up in the head, and I think that Yahi, because if we read his letter, he's clearly believing he's come from hell and he's here yeah. to kill and things like that. So my thought was, was at the end of his letter, he says he's going back to hell. So my thinking or thought process is that he did kill those people or attack those people. I actually think he killed himself to mm. go back to hell, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. And then that's why he was never actually found, because then they would have just found this body and be like, oh, suicide. Rule it, put him in the grave yeah. type of thing and never look at him again Yeah, type of thing. So yes, my theory is there was an axe man. He then killed himself and then Esther used it as an excuse to kill both her husbands and then the scapegoat as well. Yes, that is my theory. <laughs> I am very proud of my theory. When I came up with it, I was like, I am a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Very proud of myself. I'm Esther, you're a liar. Well, just she's so. dead now. Oh, Esther, you're a liar. Because I mean, 1919. I mean, I don't like know if you joined to the other people ago. in Hello if you got saved. But. Yes. So I mean, I think there probably was. Uh, he's probably. It's very dark. So Esther was also a serial killer. Technically, yes, because she killed three people. Hmm. Because it takes three to be a serial killer. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I don't think she was attacked by the axe man. No, but not I at all. I do think there was an axe man, and I do think that he was responsible for the, all that. I mean, and in I the mean, other family, the axe man was caught fighting with the guy, exactly. and then he hacked the baby and the lady. Yeah. So why would he just go? Oh. Exactly. My thing is like that letter. I, I don't know. I've just got this feeling it's one guy, and that yeah. he was really into some dark yeah beliefs and rituals and stuff like yeah. that. And that now this is the result, and yeah. then it ended. He killed himself, which I mean, technically that explains why he was never found. Yeah, especially because normally serial killers, they can't just stop killing. Mm. So either that, or he went to prison, or something like that. Yeah, maybe he. Okay, he could have met the Lord. That's the happy version. I, yeah, but, but I then think I he think would have told his yeah, story. He, yeah, he would have confessed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was very interesting. So thank you, whoever you are, for suggesting this. We are grateful. And thank you. Please note, you are allowed to suggest topics. That's please fine. note, don't suggest topics like this because I couldn't no, sleep. No, <laughs> She was stupid enough to do it at night. That's not your fault. That's her own that's fault. That's your fault. But also, please send your name because we're technically giving you a shout out without actually shouting you out. Yeah. So, yes. But thank you. And... um. 
I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. We've never done one in New Orleans before. Do you want to try call this person? You want to call them right now? Let us call them We're right gonna now. We're going to call them right now. Good morning. I'll keep you entertained while she does this. I don't know. Let me tell you about some things in New Orleans. We went to the Garden District. I saw Sandra Bullock's house. Lovely. Why does she stay there? It's a really nice house. Oh, never mind. I went to the cemetery because in New Orleans, the cemetery, they can't bury people under the ground because of the floods. So they have to bury them above water. So there's like little house things that they put the dead bodies in. Yeah. Wait, I'll... Hello? Dercio. Okay, we are giving you a shout out on our show for suggesting the X-Men. We are doing your topic. Thank you very much, sir. I regret doing the topic now, just because who suggested it? <laughs> All right, cool. Bye. <laughs> well, there we go. I retract my thanks. <laughs> I will still give you thanks because at least no. he gave us a, a topic no. for this week. Now I, I know exactly now why you didn't sign it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> I would have said no. Okay, that makes She so has much personal sense. issues no. with him. So yeah, if he disappears, man. goes missing, um, anything, if we all know. Missing, who he I have an alibi. <laughs> I'm just no I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding okay well thank you so much for the topic we hope you enjoyed this week but for another week no mourners no funerals like what you're listening to follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM Instagram at ActiveFM777 and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM